0: what was it that made him special?
1: I think that first thing that I always think about Edgar is his work ethic. He just outworked everybody. And, and it wasn't mindless stuff. at all had a purpose to it. And it came through years of trial and error. And I think that's such a strong thing. Um next thing that I would go right to also is his personality and then I know he's one of those guys that he was fiercely competitive like you could sense a slow burn in him when things weren't going right but he also had a calmness to himself that I think made him great if that makes sense so to me I think that I, I look I would look at those two things more than anything else and I, I think the one thing too with, with Edgar is I think his background had a lot to do with those two things, his personality um, you think of Edgar and he's just the nicest guy all the time but he could get fired up about things and his work ethic also I think that that comes from his background and which is was unique when he, you know, he was raised by his grandparents and, so I think it comes from that, that stems from that
0: What do you remember about the first time you met him?
1: I was surprised at a guy that was already a starry He and won a batting title by the time I met him. Um, just how humble he was about everything. And just how easygoing, he, just the way his day went. And it doesn't mean, like, he would. He was organized, so he had his workout on his baseball set. And stuff. He had workout in the gym. He had all this stuff. You know, he was constantly studying, trying to get better, whether it was nutrition or... Uh, Mental skills or whatever it may be, but he was just just so humble about everything and he was already a great player So to me, that's when in our clubhouse when I met him There was a lot of personality in there I mean when you talk about junior and his stardom you talk about Randy and his dude you talk about Jay uh, Norm and Gar was just you know Unassuming walking around we all knew that he was great, but he was just awesome that way I can remember in 93 he gets hurt right away um, up in Vancouver, pulls his hamstring, so I basically got to know him over the course of a short spring training, and he immediately started helping me with learning the pitchers in the American League, learning how to study, understanding what it's like to hit, and then to hit with men in scoring position and what pitchers are going to change and do, keep track of, in inside the game, what they got you out the first time, because they're going to go back to that again, just... Of it all, and he put it. Now I'm playing his position, right? And he's doing that for me, knowing him for literally four weeks. It's just you know he's awesome that way.
0: What did that look like? Was that in game? Did he come up to your locker? How did that?
1: A lot of it was like like pregame was batting practice. You know he he's he's around all the time, so I would talk to him about whoever the pitcher was that night that I didn't know. He would tell me he'd give me a scouting report on that pitcher, and then give me an idea of what he thought they were going to try to do to pitch to me. Um, And then in game, when he wasn't, you know, rehabbing and and taking care of himself and doing his stuff, he would sit out with us, and, you know, I always sat next to him and talked to him. And then as the years went on, I, I got more of that because I was learning, too, so. But he was just awesome that way.
0: They say the grave ones make those around them better. And, I mean, that's one way in helping you with those things. Is there any one thing that you were able to take from him or this transformed something
1: that you did yeah just i uh, just not relying on god-given ability and the fact that you've played this game your entire life it was the studying that you have to put in you have to study and it comes down to little things and you have to understand that and you better be willing to make changes and constantly strive to get better and my batting stance from when i first showed up to where it was by the time i was done it had Completely turned around, and it was because of those things. It wasn't anything he necessarily told me to do. It was just because I knew that that's what it would take. And that was the one—the one thing to me more than anything else, though, was having understanding of what's happening. It's a big part of what I do now in my job. It's—it's stuff that Edgar and preparing and things I'm watching and what I'm seeing. Is a lot of that stuff is coming from him, from when I would spend time with him or just sitting there in 1997. I was coming back from my knee surgery and it was the first time where I really ended up sitting on the bench and I was playing once, maybe twice a week. And to listen to him and Lou have conversations, I learned more that year about baseball than I ever had. And the only disappointing part to it was I wish I had known that stuff earlier when I was younger. And it was just next level thinking, watching the game. And it wasn't just hitting. It was just watching the game. What they were going to do on their side. All these things that they were preparing themselves for and the conversation, it was amazing. It was a, it was an amazing thing to watch that and to listen to all of that.
0: So he was learning from Lou with that?
1: No. Was, Lou, he okay. and Lou were, were bouncing stuff off of each other. Okay. So Lou would come down to the end of the bench. Hey, Edgar, so-and-so's coming up and then this is going to happen. I think I'm going to bring in this reliever. What do you think about that? And Edgar would give him his opinion. Seriously? Yeah. Now, it didn't mean that Lou always did that, but he always would come down and talk to Gar about stuff like that, which wow. I thought was really cool because he didn't do that with anybody else. He would come down and crack jokes and have fun with us during the game. But he, when it came to the game, he would talk to Gar about stuff in the game. Gar never went to him, don't get me wrong. Right. But Lou would ask him questions. And I think it was just to bounce it off of him because Lou had so much respect for Edgar and what he was – because as a D.H., which at that time, at that point, he was full time. Edgar's watching the game. Uh huh. So,
0: how smart is that to use him?
1: Yeah. Well, Lou would do that stuff. Like Lou would walk around, and whether you know it was Perlazzo or McLaren or whoever, Lee, it, it didn't matter. He, he was all, he was always talking to his coaches and bouncing stuff off of them. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, he already he already made up his mind. He had his answers. He was just getting verification from them. And I think I always thought that was really smart. So,
0: you've yeah. talked about it. Sounds like Edgar was Edgar's best coach. Is that
1: without question?
0: Okay, okay. And he was that way when you got there, and that just
1: yeah, like I said, he had already won a batting title. Okay, he'd already been you know in AAA for how many years and been killing it down there, and yeah, so there was no he, he did everything himself, which. You know, a lot of the drills that he would do. Things that I would never think about doing. Hitting <laughs> off a tee with, with the donut, the weight on the bat. Why are you doing that? Because I have to be able to control it. And I want to know where the barrel is. So he's not swinging full speed trying to kill the ball. He's just taking nice easy swings with it just to make sure he can feel it. I never heard anything like that. You know what I did the next day? I put a donut on my bat with <laughs> it off a tee.
0: How'd that go? <laughs> it was great. And It was it was a drill that
1: I did. And in, the, <laughs> and in that, there was also some, some hand and wrist strengthening exercise from that that I had to do just because for me I was so right-handed dominant I had to I started doing it with one hand drills left-handed because my left arm I needed to keep that strength otherwise my right hand would take over all the time and tendency was to roll over the baseball so I needed to keep my left arm my pull arm strong enough so that my right hand would fight and that was a drill that I would do all the time got it from guard
0: were there I you guys saw that because I've heard you tell stories about it and it's funny I mean it's just like what's he doing right now was it really what's he doing right now or it was okay what's he doing
1: it was okay what's he doing and why is he doing that hey Gar what are you doing and why are you doing that and he would tell you (laughs) just flat out okay where he would come up with some of this stuff and what he was thinking about I have no idea but I know this it was all consuming to him so, that's another, that's another part that makes him great. On the plane rides, when we were playing cards, he's studying something, he's reading something. He was the first one I saw watching video on the plane, studying stuff. Man, he kept Carl busy.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm sure. But he was, he, you know, he, he just, he, I don't think that he ever let, left anything to chance, ever. And... That's a discipline that is, is rare, I think.
0: Well, with all the talent he had, he also had adversity. I mean, the eye thing would have knocked out probably just about anybody else, it sounds like.
1: Oh, but you know what? There was also, I mean, he, he's like the rest of us. When you get at that level, he had his own insecurities, too. He did not want to be a DH. He didn't want to do it at all because he felt like that would put too much pressure on him to hit, because he had to hit and produce every day. At least when you're playing in the field, and you're going through a slump, you can go out and do something in the field to make that up. You know what I mean? But when you're all of a sudden near the DH, and especially at that time, because the DH, there was an expectation on the DH. Right. You know, you're talking about Winfield and Molitor, and That that's the group that he was going into, and he didn't want to do it. He eventually came around, and it was, again, because Lou, after he got hurt again, said, I, we have to have you in the lineup. If we're going to be any good, we have to have you in the lineup. Well... know I don't know if it made him a better hitter but he kind of figured that out and what his what he needed to do in game to be prepared and, and it worked for him now this is somebody that's already won a batting title as a third baseman right yeah so he had his own discipline on that and what he got prepared with and what he was doing now this is a whole different game and he made it work and in the end I'm sure it lengthened out his career um It put it put a lot more great years on his resume because of him becoming a designated hitter, without question. You you can't say that about anybody else. I don't think.
0: No. No. And it was a huge adjustment for him. Yeah. Everything changes. Yeah. From that
1: point. Yeah.
0: You mentioned, I mean, almost off the bat, the calmness. I close my eyes and think of Edgar Martinez. I see him at the plate, and I see that calm look on his face, and he's got the bat, and it's just drifting just a little bit as he's waiting for the pitch. I mean, it's it's remarkable, and one of the things that jumped out at me in that 95 video, and I, I hadn't ever seen this moment in the shot before, but when you're going into the bottom of the inning before the double, Edgar was up third, comes out on the field as all three hitters are, are getting ready as they come back from break and there's just a split second shot of his face. He'll just be on the on-deck circle and it looked like it could have been opening day.
1: Yeah, it could have been a random game in June. That that to me that's a talent. That That is, that is something that I think that you can get to that point, to a point, but not where he was at. That is something that is just part of his, that's part of his thinking, that's part of his personality, that's part of, and it seemed like the more the hit in the fan, the calmer he was. And that's a rare, rare thing. Like, I, I, I have no doubt in my mind that if we were going through this intersection right now and there was a serious accident, he would be the calmest person there. Absolutely. And I have no doubt about that. And I don't know how that works, how it works for him, why he's that way. But it's, it's a rare thing to be able to shut all of this stuff out, understand what it is that you've prepared yourself for, and not be concerned about the results of it. It is just taking care of what I'm going to do, and whatever happens is going to happen, but I'm, I'm here, I'm all in. That's a hard thing to do because I don't care who you are in sports, and it's something that he, he actually talked about in his book and that was when he started studying about the mental side of things it was don't be so result oriented in what you're doing. Be more into your work and what's happening with that and just build off of that and at the end your numbers and all the other stuff will take care of itself and I think that's kind of him getting into that mode when the moments are at it's biggest. I mean that that series against the Yankees was ridiculous He was he was always up there in the biggest moments, always and time after time after time he came through that's more that's more than being hot at the right time that is being prepared at the right time and that is being able to handle the situation when you have 50,000 people in the kingdom losing their minds and he knows too I, I guarantee you he knew at that point that all of us are looking at him too mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure involved that he just deflected it that, that's hard. It's an amazing. It's an amazing skill. I don't know that you. I think you can get. I think you, whatever you have, you can improve on it. But that right there, that's that is, that is special to him and very few people, and that's why they're superstars.
0: What impact did that have on all of you in that situation?
1: I think it gave us a tremendous amount of confidence because we knew that he was on our team. We knew that Randy was on our team. We knew that Junior was on our team. Hey, guess what? Those are three Hall of Famers. And when you're you're trying to do what we do on a daily basis, and you have guys that are separated by their skill level, and they're all different, but we still look to them. We look to them to do their jobs at a high level all the time. That's what the expectation is. I can get hot for a month. I couldn't get like that every day. That's the reason why they're Hall of Famers and the rest of us aren't. And that there's something special about all of them. For Randy, he was a complete opposite. He would be a crazy psycho man. That's how he, when he was at his best. Junior was having fun. Edgar was stoic and watching what was happening. And that was him. It's just they're different, but it worked for them. You know why? I'm not necessarily sure, but
0: he was stoic. But I understand he had his moments. There's oh a, yeah a sense of humor there
1: oh Edgar oh, that was the best part about him Edgar was funny when he didn't even know he was funny <laughs> that was the best part and I know there were many times when he knew that we were having fun <laughs> with him because that's when he would laugh about something out of nowhere and he would get it like oh yeah I get why you guys are laughing now and that was, that was perfectly fine okay. oh
0: man
1: yeah Mr. Magoo
0: what, what does struggle look like for him
1: what a great question. When I think of Edgar and I think of struggle, I think more of injury, not performance on the field. I don't I re, I, re, I don't remember him ever going through a slump. I don't even remember him going through a slump. I'm sure he did, but a slump, you know, I've I've been over for nineteen. I don't remember Edgar ever being over for nineteen. You know, the thing that he talks about all the time would be, and he, this is what he was as a hitting coach, too, because I was around the cage when he was talking about it. What do you think you're capable of doing? Well, I think I can hit 270. Okay, make up your mind. You're going to hit 300. And if you come short of that, you'll probably reach your goal. But you got to set your standards high. And, and, Edgar, what was your standard? 350. That's what I wanted to hit. 350. Uh-huh. That was his own expectation. And he goes, so if I was short of that, I ended up hitting 319 that year, and I was disappointed by that, but it worked out. I mean, the rest of us, like for myself, I felt good. I mean, when I hit 280, I, you know, I did. I hit 290 in the big leagues. I was like, I'm happy. I'm perfectly good with that. Nah, I wish I would have thought the way he thought. He tells guys all the time, too, when they're two for two, get greedy, get the third hit. Don't give it away. Don't be happy with that. Get the third hit. That's awesome. I just think that overall, Edgar looked at things and thought about things differently. And I think that his background and the years that he had to put into AAA, when he probably knew in his mind that he was good enough to play at the Major League level but just wasn't getting an opportunity to no fault of his own, I think all of those things had an impact on him. And then once he came to the big leagues and he actually found out that yes, I can actually do this, he went to another level altogether. Like he was doing stuff at the major league level that he didn't necessarily or was able to do at the triple A level. It just changed everything with him. And he's talked about all those things. Now, again, He's also extremely talented. This is a special, I mean, this guy's special. Mm-hmm. His back control and his ability to get the barrel to the baseball, his ability to command the strike zone, uh, his ability to look for a pitch knowing that he's the best hitter in the game and I'm not going to get many hit and then not miss them is another thing. But this is, that's a talent level that's just different. Now, he got the most out of it, without a doubt. It's pretty awesome to be able to say that.